I can just picture some of those big meltdowns where you would want to do something and then I would want to do a different thing or you would have a plan of attack and my plan of attack was totally different or we would just outright fight over how to handle it and where things were going and what was what was going on in the moment and we do it right in front of our kids sometimes because we just didn't know what to do or how to navigate it is your child's challenging behavior leaving you feeling exhausted defeated and hopeless you are not alone and i want you to know you are not a failure and your child is not broken Welcome to Calm the Chaos Parenting, the podcast for parents raising strong-willed, highly sensitive, or neurodivergent children. I'm Dana Abraham, parenting expert, and I have helped hundreds of thousands of families just like yours. Each week, I'll share simple science-backed solutions to help you feel more grounded, in tune, and deeply connected to your child, no matter what challenge you face. Start your journey from surviving to thriving as a family at CalmTheChaosPodcast.com. If you have ever told your partner, we don't parent that way, and you were just met with angry eyes, you are not alone. In fact, Jason and I, we sat down to discuss this hot topic, and we had such a great conversation. We went really deep. We had a ton of fun. We may have even had our own on-air tiff a little bit, maybe. And here's the thing, guys. We want to honor the conversation in its original form. And so we decided to do something crazy. We decided to make it two episodes. And so without further ado, here is part one. Are you struggling to see eye to eye with your partner when it comes to parenting and decisions around raising your kids? If so, I want you to know you are not alone. This might be the number one question that we get from parents when they join our program, when they come into our free workshops. It might be the number one question I get in my inbox is, what do I do if my spouse is not on board? That's almost exactly how they word it. Um, so we're here today. We're going to be talking through that specific question, especially when it comes to moving away from traditional parenting methods, the way most of us were raised and moving to a more out of the box approach like the calm the chaos way. Where are we going with this today? Because you're just nodding. You're doing that thing where you don't talk at all. You're just nodding. You're like, yep. Uh huh. You're not even though making audibles this time. There's nothing wrong with this. But it's not a conversation. Aren't we supposed to be having this like back to back conversation? Maybe in like episode 100, we'll figure out how to have a Do conversation you- on a podcast. Do you think that there is like a a course on how to get your spouse on board when it comes to podcast recording? You know, I was just wondering about that because based on the beginning of this episode, it might sound like we don't have very good communication, but we do. I do actually like this guy sitting next to me. Yeah. So, but let's talk about, let's take it all the way back to the beginning um, of our parenting journey. Now we've talked a lot about our journey together as parents. We've talked a little bit about you being stepdad. We've talked a little bit about how it was when we first, when you first started out trying to implement the Calm the Chaos way, but we didn't really dive into what it was like 
when we had a disagreement or when you didn't like what I was doing with the kids. And there were a lot of like worries and fears at the beginning of where this was headed if the behavior continued. Can you talk a little bit about your beginning of this journey? Are we including spreadsheets? There were spreadsheets. That was that was how we named Flora. But are you talking about that kind of spreadsheet or? <laughs> <laughs> the reason that I'm not really talking is because I'm not really sure where to start. Okay, just start somewhere and then I'll dig around and unearth the I mean, part that I think people so... could really <laughs> use. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Stellar plan. All right. So <laughs> it's all good. It's the, all good. One, you help parents all day, every day inside of our Calm the Chaos community, and you help them on this specific challenge. And, I do. I and do. you've given trainings on this particular challenge in the past. Yeah, that's true. All of that is true, uh, you know, but all at the same time. Uh, it has not been my focus for a while because you and I have moved past that part of the story. Now, what comes to mind when you talk? So there's talk, the hope. Yeah, there's the hope is like you get so far past that like you can't even remember what it's like. Uh, but I'm going to do my best to okay. like put myself back in that spot. Okay, so you and I have a unique, well, maybe not unique, but for us, unique uh, situation where, you know, I'm not bio dad to two thirds of our children. I think what makes ours unique, I mean, that's a really common thing at this point, but what makes ours unique is that their bio dad was your best friend. Womp womp. (laughs) No, that's not womp womp. (laughs) It's a little like, what? Okay, but that's not womp womp. It's not womp womp. Your mouth noises are... Okay, where's our turtle when we need it? I know. Okay, so what makes it unique is that for the first probably couple of years, it was definitely like I would bow to your expertise or your preferences or whatever. Like I was trying to fit into a situation that already existed. Um, so it wasn't a lot of like me in charge. Now, as we got married and as it was, um, you know, as our kids got older and then we had Flora, right. Then the, I started to take more of a like head of the table, like position with you, not like head of the table. I've never heard you talk like this. You're like, I wasn't in charge. I bowed down to you. And then I took a head of the table. I'm like, there's three phrases you just used that I don't know that I've ever heard you use. I'm just, I'm trying to paint the picture here. I don't think that's the picture though. Like not ever did you bow down to me and not ever were you the head of the table. Like no, no, these no. are so like, <laughs> like this we were, is, you are painting the wrong picture of our relationship. <laughs> This is a whole different episode at this point. It's like, are Dana and Jason compatible? Based on this episode, no. No, it's really good. It's really good. (laughs) Okay, so what I'm trying to say is that, like, I was playing... um, (laughs) You can't even do it now. I was going to say I was playing second fiddle to you. Like, here I am, like, Zardana. <laughs> like, I'm in charge no, of this I family. Mean, 
it makes sense, right? Like I came into the picture, the kids were five and three and you were in charge, right? Because at first I was just friend Jason. Like we weren't playing, you know, we weren't like dating. We weren't like introducing the kids. Like I was just around sometimes. Right. Right. And then we transitioned to like a more serious role. And as our relationship grew, um, you know, I, I moved in with you. And even then I still was just like Jason, Right. And then things shifted more as we went further along. It wasn't but, like well, I we didn't had have Flora really quickly. Like we had Flora nine months after we got married. So there wasn't a whole lot of like and and I was a parent bowing down to Dana until we had Flora. I think, I think you're taking this really personally and like in the wrong way. <laughs> you were in charge and I was second in charge. Right. It wasn't they were I just they, they it all marries together to me because we got married and you were you were their quote unquote third parent or fourth parent right because they had two parents on their dad's side two parents sure. on our side and I always say it's more people to love our kids so you know it didn't always work out that beautifully but that's kind of what I always went into it with so you know, the part that I'm thinking about, and maybe this is a perspective is, that I just never knew was there. And maybe that's why there was some, well, some this, this hostility works, at some point. What hostility? This So this is the best. This works so well on so many levels, right? You guys are having like a meta experience. I know I am. But, <laughs> you know, our goal here, right? Like, spoiler alert, but our goal here for this episode is that, you know, you guys – that are partners like you guys are on your own journey you have your own interpretations your own perceptions right and like her and i have been telling this story out loud for years Ten now years. yeah so there's always new things you know to say and you know she tells the story about how i wanted to get a divorce and i couldn't live like this he said uh, I said, are you in? Or are you out? And he says, well, I guess I'm out. I can't live like this. How else is someone supposed to? T- and then he packed up his bags and left the house. I know. But none of this is like none of that happened in my brain. <laughs> I was getting out of Dodge because we needed to. Because okay. our, our kid was. So let's go back to that zombies. stage. Let's go back to that stage. Because that's a stage where we were clearly not in alignment. We were clearly really struggling to be on the same page. Well, hold on. I do want to get there. And I don't don't want to, like, take us the the wild and crazy way. But I think it's important to go the wild and crazy way. I mean, we're definitely going on a wild goose chase during this episode. I don't know how much our listeners have heard at this point. I don't know if the editors have cut everything out. But just so they know, it's been 10 minutes already. And we haven't even, like, said what we're going to do in the episode. <laughs> this is, this All is right. your concern. This is <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Go back to your, your thoughts. You have some great thoughts. Okay. Though. So I do want to go where you're saying. Okay. But, you know, flash forward a little bit, right? We have, uh, we have Flora, our youngest, our oldest has really hit a point where he's struggling meltdowns are lasting four or five hours a day and you know he's sleeping for 12 hours a day like you do the math well there was (laughs) there was three to five three to five hour meltdowns yeah that's what that's kind of what was going on and 
And at the time, you know, Flora was two. So she was starting to move around. She was starting to get around. Um, and, and it's not to say that there weren't problems before that. They were definitely were. But this is where our oldest was struggling so much that he would have these massive meltdowns. We were trying everything in the book, like we've talked about. And I, I can just picture some of those big meltdowns where you would want to do something and then I would want to do a different thing or, you know, you would have a plan of attack and my plan of attack was totally different or we would just outright fight over how to handle it and where things were going and what was what was going on in the moment. And we do it right in front of our kids sometimes because we just didn't know what to do or how to yeah, navigate it. I would say there was very little in front of the kids. It was only like the most intense It was only where like during we, the most where intense. Where we were like so far gone and everyone in the moment was yeah. like in fight. Yeah. Fight it freeze. was not like all day, every day that we fought in front of the kids, but it was when we did, we would always be like, okay, we'll talk about it later. And then we wouldn't talk about it later. And because we didn't really have any time to talk about it later. So we weren't on the same page. I felt really disconnected from you. I believe you felt really disconnected from me, maybe not to the same perspective like we didn't have the same idea of how bad it was sure but i know i spent two weeks in a hotel with the kids because we and you spent two weeks at your parents because we just both needed our own space and we split up our families basically you took flora and i took the boys and there was very much and part of it's because there was this like co-parenting and you know step parenting dynamic which i think we can go into in another episode. I think that has its own issues that we're kind of bringing up here. But just on a parenting front, like I remember the first time I tried to do a huddle with you, which we talked about huddles in two episodes ago. And huddles are just collaborative conversations where you solve problems together, you brainstorm together. And I have this picture of you sitting across the table from me in a purple hoodie. And you just have closed up your entire hoodie and all you can see is your little tip of your nose poking poking out of your hoodie and it was during this conversation where i'm trying to make a plan with the family and you were just like yep nope shutting down so i mean that's where we were at dana here and guess what my book calm the chaos has officially launched so if you enjoy the podcast and find the stuff we're sharing valuable, I'm 100% sure you're going to love the book. You can get your copy at calmthechaosbook.com. And if you use this link, you'll also get some special bonuses. So once again, the link is calmthechaosbook.com. Thanks. I hope you're enjoying the show. Do you have any other memories of where we were at when we were like on opposite ends? Uh, I mean, I remember lots of things, right? Like I remember you bringing home a turtle from vacation. We still have that turtle. I know, which is why I thought it was a terrible decision at the time. <laughs> uh, you know, all jokes aside, right? Like there are so many stories that happen and there's so much evolution and flux. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have a good strategy to communicate and align and find, you know, the neutral ground with your partner or your spouse, right? It's going to be very difficult to uh, 
weather the storm or like to survive over the many seasons that you go through as parents, as a married couple, you know, as long-term partners, yeah. whatever the, the case is. Well, you is. see so many people who raise their kids to 18 and then they get a divorce because they don't like each other at the end of the day. That's my plan. And I sure hope not. <laughs> Goodness gracious, this episode, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> what if it really was my plan and then I was like, oh, I just, I gave it away. Oh no, I just spoiled the I plan. I spoiled it. Oh man. <laughs> oh goodness. Everyone's going to be sending me like, I'm so sorry. I'm worried. Are you okay? <laughs> I'm worried about I'm Jason. I'm worried about you and Jason. Okay. We're okay. Okay. So, so this doesn't just happen to us though. It is super common. Like I said, it is the number one question we get in emails. It's the number one question we get in our coaching program. How does it show up? How do you see it showing up with other students and with other families around the world? Um, so one of the biggest challenges I see uh, in in our in our Calm the Chaos program is sort of the 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 gap between one parent really wanting to change perspective and shift into a more empowering approach, you know, the calm the chaos way, and the other parent sort of having this like, well, I was parented old way and look how I turned out, yep. you know, sort of I find that it's one headspace. of two one of two things. It is either I was parented this way and look how I turned out. Or I was parented this way and I don't want my kids to turn out that way because like I fought against or whatever. And and so what ends up happening is it still ends up looking like very traditional parenting despite whatever happened. Because so many parents are fed this lie that parenting is supposed to be instinctual and that you don't need anyone else telling you how to parent, that you are the best parent for your kid. And I believe you are the best parent for your kid. However, I think it's okay to have a guide. I think it's okay to follow some some guidelines of what helps you build a healthy relationship with your kids while also keeping your own sanity intact. And, and the old ways of parenting just don't do that. And so I, I just wanted to add that little bit because I've noticed – it's not just, I was raised that way, I turned out fine. It's, but it is always, I was raised that way. And it's either I turned out fine or I didn't turn out fine and I don't want that. So I'm going to go the complete opposite. So, well, okay. I see what you're saying. Okay. So you would yeah. have the opposite, like yeah. if you're cold, you'd say we should do it hot. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So like I had a parent the other day and it, before we got on the call, the mom was like, he, we just don't, we don't see eye to eye. He loses his cool with the kids. He jumps in, he yells at them and I want to do it a little differently. And he was raised and I thought she was going to say with really traditional parenting. And she said he, he was raised with parents that were absent and then he had to fight addictions and he had to battle his way and he had to find his own way and he doesn't want that for our kids. And so he strong arms it so that they don't have to go through the pain. It's all coming from love. No matter what it is, it's coming from a place of love. Every parenting decision we make, I think, is coming from a place of we want what's best for our kids. Sure. But we yeah. don't always know how I, to get there. 
I could probably argue that point, but I, I know where you're coming from, right? But a lot of parenting comes from fear. It and does. That's, that's where we get a little But it's screwy. the fear of them not being the best yeah, they could yeah, be yeah. or getting what you. they need. And so it's still, if, if you go below that fear, it's still this love Agreed. for our kids. Agreed. Right. So that's where I'm saying. So, yes. But yeah, it's that, it's no. that rift between them. Yeah. And, uh, another one of the challenges we see a ton, and I think this is kind of like a byproduct of this first one, uh, is just that one parent kind of becomes the researcher and mm-hmm. keeps sort of like putting or like shoveling information. I would say we fit into this category of like the, I was the researcher, I was the one who was doing all the diving, going to all the therapy sessions, doing all of the like the nosedive. And I would actually get super frustrated because your personality is someone who deep dives, who does a lot of learning. And when we were at our hardest moments, you were deep diving and learning about how to build a turtle tank for a turtle you didn't like. And I was like, why don't you put all that energy into deep diving and learning about our kid that you currently don't like? (laughs) I was coming from a place of love because I wanted the turtle to have its best life ever. And that involved having the right size tank for its size and the right size filtration system for that tank. But what about our kid? I wasn't operating from a place of fear. just making crap up right now it's possible okay so (laughs) but i do think that there were so many times where i would pull out that phrase that i think so many parents say sometimes out of frustration and it's like well we don't do it that way in our family you know that we don't do timeouts No, no 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 we don't yell at our kids and We've never talked about it. And yet then you're like, wait a second. What do you mean we don't do timeouts? Why do we not do timeouts? Like, where did that come from? And it's because I've done all the research that I'm then just like placing it on you and saying, here, do this thing. Well, sure. Yeah. So we see that all the time. And a byproduct of all of it is we see a lot of resentment built up. And we talked about that in the breakdown of the actual relationship between the two humans. And so that's why we felt like this was such an important episode to have is earlier, one of the episodes we were talking about thought swaps and someone said, well, how do I apply this to my partner? And I was like, actually, they apply really well to partners. Um, You can adapt them really easily to other adults in your life. But the other thing we wanted to do is we wanted to share a plan that you could kind of implement if you're struggling with a partner that's not on the same page. And it's going to follow our Calm the Chaos framework, which is you connect, understand, empower. So we're going to just talk through some, it's not a distinct plan of like do one, two, three. It's just these ideas. And we wanted to show you how it fits into the framework. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed part one. We're going to see you in next week's episode where we're going to continue this conversation and we're going to finish sharing this plan for when your partner and you don't see eye to eye. Oh, and before I go, one quick note for all of you who are enjoying the podcast. My new book is officially live and I know you're going to love it. So just a quick reminder, you can go get your copy at calmthechaosbook.com. And if you do, you'll get some cool bonuses as well. Once again, get your copy at calmthechaosbook.com and I'll see you next week.